Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and on Tuesdays I speak with state climatologist Luigi Romolo. Hi, Luigi. Hello, Emily. So we have a lot to talk about uh, today, including a listener email that had a question for you. So we'll talk about that in, in just a moment. But just one thing I've noticed, Luigi, since we last spoke, which was, of course, a week ago, is how dry the air has been. Just petting the cat and getting shocked and having a dry throat in the morning, which caused me to sound absolutely hilarious uh, at my 6 a.m. break on Monday morning. So it's been a bit drier, hasn't it? It has, yeah. So we've been in this pattern where we are getting uh, most of our weather uh, from the north, and that's really cold, cool and dry air. And so um, we've had very stable, a very stable atmosphere over the last little while. And that's you know, typical what we would experience in the winter. Um, people, I think, with skin problems have more of an issue in the winter because the air is dry. Um, and that's just the kind of weather that we've been experiencing. And, um, um, yeah, it, 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 it isn't always great for um, our health, but... Um, it, it it is enjoyable in terms of uh, picnics and uh, if you li- if you like spending time outdoors, biking or walking the dog. Mm-hmm. And the leaves are crunchy for sure. The leaves are very crunchy. They <laughs> are, um, and they're coming down in heaps as this polar jet stream keeps pushing uh, south and giving us windier days. Yeah, it has been very windy lately, but it's been warm. And you've mentioned that you think that might kind of hang around this month. It might be kind of nice. Yeah, so most of the models are showing that uh, we are going to have a much warmer than normal October. Um, some some of us here in the climate office have talked about it and are expecting a, a top 10 uh, uh October in terms of temperature. So uh, right now, this week, the forecasts are for clear skies, highs uh, about seven or eight degrees above normal. So highs in the seven, low 70s, high 60s and lows uh, in the in the high 40s and low 50s. And that should continue at least into next week. Um, we may have a couple of days here or there where it gets below normal, but the models are really showing a consistently warm month. So uh, go out and enjoy it because uh, this is the time to go enjoy the colors. And um, with days like we're going to have this week, you couldn't ask for better weather. Oh, it's just beautiful out there. And the colors, as you mentioned, just absolutely spectacular right now. So uh, good advice. Um, Luigi, uh, we've been uh, kind of inviting listeners to ask questions to you if they have them. And there's contact information on our website for you. And and I'll ask you to give you uh, your email uh, as well. But you did receive a question from a listener, uh, right? I did. I got an email from Mark in Golden Valley, and uh, Mark asked that, uh, he said, typically, uh, that uh, it seems this way, in the summer months, we get much of our wind from the south, and in the winter, uh, more is from the north. Is this true? And secondly, why is that? And um, Mark, I want to thank you for your question, and you're absolutely correct. Uh, the winds here 
uh, in the metro do typically come from the northwest in the winter, and in the summer, it switches to the southeast. So when we call it, when we say a southeast wind, we mean it comes from the southeast and blows towards the northwest. Wind is always uh, labeled in the direction that it's coming from. So a northerly wind comes from the north, southerly wind comes from the south. And the reason um, that our winds come from the northwest in the wintertime is the position of the polar jet stream. Now, the polar jet stream is what separates the the polar front, that hat of cold air that sits over the Arctic, from the warmer air to the south. And um, within that is the jet stream, and the jet stream doesn't move exactly west to east. It, it typically anchors in a wave pattern with the the crest of the wave centered over the west coast. And there's two reasons that it does that. Um, the first is because the jet stream is transitioning from moving over water to moving over land. The second reason is there's a, a mountain range right along that coast, so there's also a change in elevation. Now, that uh, that crest of that uh, jet stream gets amplified in the winter because the temperature difference between the ocean and the land is greater. And so uh, because that wave gets amplified, uh, as the jet stream comes over uh, the, the Rocky Mountains, it pushes from the northwest to the southeast. And that's why we mostly get our, our winter winds from the northwest. Now, in the summer, the, the jet stream pushes northward, and we're affected more by what's called the Bermuda High, uh, which is a high-pressure system in the Atlantic Ocean, and it pushes a lot of the the air. Now, if you think of the Bermuda High, um, high-pressure air travels clockwise around that high. So if you imagine a high-pressure um, in the Atlantic, and you, you kind of, with your finger, do a clockwise motion, you'll see that the winds would push from the south-southeast yeah. towards Minneapolis. And so um, that's basically why that happens. Wow, that's incredible. And what an astute observation from Mark. All right, Luigi, uh, go ahead and give us your email address. It is luigi.romolo at state.mn.us. Uh, Luigi, anything else you'd like to say before we go? Yeah, no, if uh, you're curious about uh, where to go look for colors, the DNR has an excellent applic web application for that. So Google that uh, uh, if you're curious about uh, where to go. It, it not only shows uh, where where the colors are best, but what times of the year they're peaking. And so uh, they adjust it year to year. Um, and uh, it's a great application if uh, you're on the hunt for colors. Thank you so much. State climatologist Luigi Romolo will have you back next week. Thank you, Emily.